smallest gesture could give him what he needed. Now, for instance, he could see that the woman behind the counter was scared. He took the room key from her pale fingers. The woman pressed her lips together. It looked like she wanted to say something, to tell him something, to warn him, maybe, about what was waiting for him upstairs. But how could she? How could she know who the good guys and bad guys were, what was safe, what wasn't? It was smarter for her to just keep her mouth shut. So that's what she did. Weiss smiled at her with one corner of his mouth. He wanted her to know it was all right. Good night, he said. The woman tried to answer, but it didn't come off. Weiss moved away from her. He walked to the wooden stairs. He felt the woman watching him as he went. The hotel windows knocked and rattled in the wind. He climbed heavily up to the second floor. He trudged along the second-floor gallery. He shifted the room key into his left hand. His right hand slipped inside his overcoat, inside his tweed jacket, to his shoulder holster. He wriggled out his old snub-nosed thirty-eight. It wasn't much of a gun, a real antique at this point, a relic from his days on the SFPD, back before they shifted over to the Berettas. Slow and inaccurate, it wouldn't be much use against the man who was after him. The man who was after him was a professional, a genuine wax specialist. If he wanted Weiss dead, he would make Weiss dead, ancient thirty-eight or no. Still, Weiss liked the feel of the gun in his hand, better than nothing. He kept it pressed against his middle as he went down the gallery. He reached the room, 213. He tried the knob, but the door was locked, just the way he'd left it. He unlocked it. He pushed it in. The room was dark. He stood where he was on the threshold. He reached in and felt along the wall for the light switch. He found it, flicked it up. Nothing. The light did not come on. Weiss felt his heart beat harder. He cursed silently. Maybe that's all the specialist wanted. Maybe he was watching from somewhere, spying on him, playing with him, cat and mouse. Maybe he just wanted to see Weiss pale and sweating and scared. Well, congratulations, he thought. You sick schmuck. He stepped into the room. He shut the door behind him. An act of defiance, to hell with the dark. The dark got thicker. The curtains were closed. Only a pale beam from a street lamp fell through the crack between them. Weiss moved in that light from shadow to shadow. He made his way to the bathroom, reached inside. When he flicked the switch, the bulb worked. The light came on in there, glinting off the white tile walls. That lit his way back to the main room, to the desk lamp and the bedside lamp. He turned those on as well. The room was empty. A small, wood-paneled room crowded with a bed and a weathered writing table. Weiss holstered his gun. He moved to the bed, sat down on the edge of it, letting out a sigh. His heart beat hard for a few more seconds, then it eased. The back of his neck felt damp against his overcoat collar. Might have been nothing. Nerves. The hotel clerk might really not have been afraid at all. He might have imagined it. The light bulb might have blown out on its own. The killer might never have been in the room at all. Didn't matter. He was here, sure enough, somewhere, somewhere close, watching him, listening to him, dogging every step. Weiss's bottle of scotch, his Macallan, was on the writing desk beside the blotter. After a while, he got up, stripped off his overcoat, dumped it on the bed. 
he fetched a water glass from the bathroom. He sat at the desk and poured himself a measure of whiskey. He lifted the glass to his mouth with his left hand, held it there, and let the scent sting his nostrils. With his right hand, he reached into the pocket of his jacket and drew out his picture of the whore. He laid the photograph on the desk on the blotter, framed against the green felt. He sipped his scotch and looked down at her. She was one goddamn beautiful whore, all right. Julie Wyant, her name was. She had red-gold hair and blue eyes. She had an ivory and rose complexion. She had a dreamy gaze. Weiss liked that about her especially, her dreamy, faraway gaze. Weiss didn't know much about her, but he knew what there was to know. She had worked out of San Francisco. She was especially popular with middle-aged men. Some guys reach a certain stage of life and they get all syrupy and nostalgic. She appealed to guys like that. She was gentle.